Davidson, and I would like you to join me from here at Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as I minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. My Heavenly Father, I thank you. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our ears that we can hear. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken turn us from darkness to light from the power of satan unto god and father father let us only see jesus and i ask this in jesus name amen i'm going to depart today from a norm a little bit and i think it's going to be kind of interesting i will begin this with a testimony i graduated high school in 1976 I am the oldest of three children. My sister is about two and a half years younger than I am. And then I have a little brother that is 15 years younger than I am. When I was a junior in high school, when my sister became a freshman in my high school, and I came from a small town, no more than 1,200 people. And we actually had to combine two towns to make enough to make a high school. And there was about eh, a little less than 300 in our high school at the time. Now. The interesting thing about my sister, and I love my sister and she loves me, we have a beautiful relationship, but my sister was much better looking than I was. When she came to the high school, and you know how when we're in high school, we're trying to make a place for ourselves. We're trying to be liked by everybody and we're trying to do all this. And even though I was a majorette in the band, all the majorettes in the band, we were considered kind of geeks, music geeks. So, so we didn't get the respect I thought we deserved. And here comes my sister. I'll tell you this, when she graduated, she was voted the most attractive and the most attractive couple. And I used to tease her, I said, you do know you got the most attractive by wearing my clothes, don't you? The relationship between us was great, but there was always that thing that bothered me that she was better looking than I was. What I want to do today with that is I want us to take a look at Leah. One day when I was kind of feeling this way, the Lord said, I want you to look at Leah. And so I did. There are some things about Leah that you may not have ever had God open to your eyes. And we're going to open them up to you today. And you just may leave here a totally different woman. Go with me to Acts 17. And I'm going to begin in verse 24. Verse 24, Acts 17. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he has given to all life and breath and all things, and has made one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth. And look at this next part. And has determined, determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Do you know that God knew when you were going to be born? He knew how old you were going to get. He knew where you were going to live. He knew when you were going to die. Before he even created the world, he knew you. He knew you were going to exist. And you know what? That's a comfort. There is nothing that God does not know. It says in the word of God that God's God's understanding is infinite infinite. 
We have such finite minds, but God is infinite, his understanding. He knows everything about you, and do you know he has a plan for your life? He has a plan for your life. Corinthians not only says he's got a plan for your life, he's got a ministry for you. He has a place in the body of Christ that he made for you. You are part of that body, and you have a part. And part of our job is to find out where you fit. God already knows. But you know you can ask him? Do you know you can seek him, and he'll tell you? And not only that, he'll seat you there. And you will find when you get there, it was the perfect place for you. It was what God had intended for you all along. Every one of us has a place in God. Every one of us has a plan for our life. Every one of us has a ministry that God has given us. We just have to find out what it is. Now, with that, I want you to go with to 1 Samuel 16, 7. I know some of you are saying, well, how come you felt rejected? You, you look pretty good for your age. Thank you very much. You know, I got carded the other day. I loved it. I looked at the guy, I said, are you serious? He said, ma'am, I've got to prove that you're 21. No problem. <laughs> I turned around to everybody standing in line and goes, I just got carded. I'm 61 years old. Anyway, you say, well, you look pretty good at 61. You know, you know what makes me look this good now? The gospel and the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel and the power that is in the gospel that we get through the Lord Jesus Christ. When you get Jesus on the inside, it starts showing up on the outside. And you know what? You start becoming the person that God made you. Now, 1 Samuel 16, verse 7. This is God talking to Samuel, and there, God has sent Samuel to go anoint the next king of Israel. And he goes through all the sons of Jesse, all except for David. And look at what it says here in verse 7. Well, I'll begin in verse 6. And it came to pass when they were come, the sons, that he looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance, nor on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. The Lord seeth not as man seeth. Thank God. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. There was a day when I was young that I told God, I said, you know what? Sarah was good looking, and she got Abraham. Uh, Rebecca was good looking. Isaac went after her. Uh, Rachel was good looking. Jacob got her. What is it? Esther. She was really good looking. She got the king. What's left for the rest of us? Do we have to be good looking to get anything in this? God said, go look at Leah. Now, if you will turn with me to Genesis 29. And we are going to look at Leah. Verse 15. And Laban, Laban was Leah's dad, Rachel's dad, and the uncle of Jacob. And Laban said unto Jacob, Because thou art my brother, and he was his nephew, shouldest thou therefore serve me for naught? Tell me, what shall thy wages be? Isaac and Rebekah sent Jacob 
back to her family to pick a wife and to, to do those because the wives in their area weren't so hot. Verse 16, Laban had two daughters. He had two daughters. And the oldest was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. Ever been in that kind of family? Did your sister ever get most attractive? And you got, who's she? Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, it is better that I give her to thee than I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel. He loved Rachel. Now this is Jacob, the one that God refers to himself as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So he refers to himself through Jacob. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed unto him but a few days for the love that he had for Rachel. And Jacob said unto Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place, and they made a, made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening. He took Leah his daughter, brought her unto him, and he went in unto her. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah Zilpha his maid for handmaid. And it came to pass in the morning, when somebody turned on the lights, behold, it was Leah. And he said unto Laban, What is it that thou hast done unto me? Did not I serve thee for Rachel? Wherewith then hast thou beguiled me? You lied to me. You gave me Leah. And Laban said, It must not be done so in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill Leah's week, and we will give thee also for the service which thou shalt serve me yet another seven years. And so Jacob did so and fulfilled Leah's week. And he gave him Rachel, his daughter, to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel, his daughter Bilhah, his handmaid, to be her maid. And he went in also unto Rachel. And look at this. And he loved also Rachel more than Leah. Now, you would think, why would God do that? Why? If you were Jacob, why did you do that? Do you know that all that God does is planned just like we said, God had it planned from the very beginning that Leah was to go to Jacob. And you know what's interesting? Jacob didn't like her. We will find here in the next verse. Uh, well, let's continue on. He went on also unto Rachel, and he loved also Rachel more than Leah, and served him yet another seven years. Now, when the Lord, in verse 31, when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, the Lord saw Leah was hated. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Don't forget what we read earlier. God doesn't look on the outward appearance. God does not look on the outward appearance. God looks on the heart. And you know what I found out about Leah? If you will go back to where we began in verse 17, it says Leah was tender-eyed. That Rachel was beautiful and well-favored, tender-eyed. You know what Jesus said? He said, the light of the body is the eye. One day I was, I was working at the house, and I was just considering again Leah. The Spirit of God said to me, you know, Leah had tender eyes. And I said, yeah, and then I realized. You know why she had tender eyes? 
she had a tender heart. Have you ever looked at somebody's eyes and could see right into their soul? If she had tender eyes, she had a tender heart. And yet she is given to a man who hates her. She is given to a man that hates her. Why? God had a plan for Leah. God had a beautiful plan for Leah. And God got what he was after in Leah. If we will go back to this now. Verse 31. And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated. in that comforting? God saw she was hated. God saw it. She didn't have to tell him. God saw it. And he had Jacob there for Israel. He had Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Refers to himself as the God of Jacob. More than once in the New Testament, in the Old Testament. But he had a plan for Leah. And he knew, he knew Jacob hated Leah. And so what does God do? And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb. But Rachel was barren. And Leah conceived and bare a son. And she called his name Reuben, for she said, Surely the Lord has looked upon my affliction. Now, therefore, my husband will love me. And then she conceived again and bare a son and said, Behold, the Lord has heard that I was hated. The Lord heard I was hated. And he gave me another son. He hath therefore given me this son also. And she named him Simeon. And she conceived again. Three. And bare a son and said, Now this time will my husband be joined unto me, because I have borne him three sons. Therefore, his name is called Levi. And she conceived again. And she bore a son. And she said, Now will I praise the Lord. Therefore, she called his name Judah. And then she left off bearing. Now, it says, Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, and Rachel envied her sister. And she said unto Jacob, Give me children, or else I die. Jacob's anger was kindled against Rachel. And he said, Am I in God's stead who has withholden thee from the fruit of the womb? Notice this. Who's the one giving babies? God. Who's the one withholding babies? God. Do you know you can entreat God? Do you know you can entreat God? Do you know that God, if you're having trouble conceiving, go to God. Go to God. Let him do what he did to you, what he did for Leah. Now, I want us to go down. I want us to skip down to verse 17. What happened here between here is Rachel gave her handmaid to Jacob. And she ended up with two sons, or Jacob ended up with two sons from Bilhah. Well, then Leah sees that Bilhah is, is producing children. So she gives Jacob Zilpha, and there's two more sons. So now we've got four and two and two. Now I want us to go back to, down to verse 17. And God hearkened unto Leah. God hearkened unto Leah. She's praying for more children. And he hearkened unto her. And she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. And Leah said, God has given me my hire because I've given my maiden to my husband. And she called his name Issachar. And Leah conceived again. And bore Jacob the sixth son. And Leah said, God has endued me with a good diary. Now will my husband dwell with me because I have borne him six sons. 
she called his name Jebulun. And afterwards, she bore a daughter and called her name Dinah. She was the only daughter born to Jacob. Only daughter. Now, she's got six sons. Finally, God opens Rachel's womb, and Rachel has Joseph. Rachel has Joseph. Now, I want us to turn to chapter 35. Rachel conceives again. But I want you to take a look at this. Genesis 35, verse 16. And they all journeyed from Bethel, and there was but a little way come to Ephrath. And Rachel travailed. She's in labor with child number two. And she had hard labor. And it came to pass when she was in hard labor, that the midwife said unto her, Fear not, thou shalt have this son also. And it came to pass as her soul was departing, for she died, that she called his name Benoi, that his father called him Benjamin. And Rachel died. And she was buried on the way to Ephrath, which is Bethlehem. Rachel's tomb is still in Bethlehem. You can still visit it today. And Jacob set a pillar upon her grave, and that is the pillar of Rachel's grave unto this day. Now I want to ask you a question. She had Joseph. They figure that Joseph was around 17 when he was taken, when he was sold into the Egyptians. She had Joseph. She dies in childbirth with Benjamin. Who is going to bring up Benjamin? Who took over? Leah did. Leah did. Who raised Benjamin? It had to be Leah. It had to be Leah. God gave her Benjamin to raise. Why? God had a plan for Leah. God had a plan for Rachel, and God had a plan for Leah. Rachel had Joseph. Joseph saved that whole family. Joseph went into Egypt and saved the whole family, but God had a plan for Leah. She became mother of them all, right? Now, I want you to consider this. Leah, she had Reuben and Simeon, and then she had uh, Levi. Levi. Leah had Levi. Well, who was Levi? Levi was one of the grandfathers of Moses. One of, the, one of Leah's descendants was Moses. One of Leah's, Leah's descendants was Aaron. One of Leah's descendants was Phineas and Zerubbabel. And then, and then, this is the one that blesses me. She had Judah. She had Judah. God put Leah there to be the mother of of Judah. And who is Judah? Judah is the great, 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 great grandma of Jesus. She is the grandmother of David, King David. She is the grandmother of Solomon. She is the grandmother of Josiah. She was the seed that Jesus came from. I'd say that's a pretty cool plan to be the one that had Judah, to be the one that had the promised one, to be the one that was crucified since the foundation of the world. It had to go through Leah. God's plan was Leah was going to have Judah, not Rachel, the loved one. No, who got to have Judah? The one that was hated, the one with tender eyes. 
the one that wasn't so good looking. She had Judah. Now I want us to look here, and I also want us to consider this before we go back to this. Do you realize that Rachel had two of the tribes of Israel? Billa had two. Uh, Zilha had two. Leah had six. Leah is mama to half of the tribes of Israel. Leah, the one that had tender eyes and wasn't so good looking, the one that was hated had half, half the tribes of Israel. Half of them. That's a pretty cool deal, don't you think so? You know, all of the, after God started showing me this, I thought, you know what? I used to think it'd be wonderful to be Rachel. Now I think I'd rather be Leah. I'd rather be Leah. You know, a little rejection. You know what? God didn't reject her. God didn't reject her at all. She was planned. She was predetermined. This woman was going to have half the tribes of Israel, and she was going to have Judah. She was going to have Judah. And now, look at this, and look how this finishes. Go with me to Genesis 49. This is Jacob. And he's getting ready to die. And he's with Joseph. And he's given commandment. I'm, uh, uh, Genesis 49, verse 21. And he charged them and said unto them, I'm going to be gathered unto my people. Bury me with my fathers, that's Abraham and Isaac, in the cave that is in the field of Ephron, the Hittite, in the cave that is in the field of Machelah, which is before Mamre, in the land of Canaan, where Abraham bought with the field of Ephraim the Hittite for possession of a burying place. And there he buried Abraham. And he buried Sarah, his wife. And there they buried Isaac and Rebekah and his wife. And there I buried Leah. Leah got to be buried with Abraham. And Sarah and Isaac and Rebecca, Leah got to be buried in the cave, in that cave. Leah is still buried there today. Leah was buried with Jacob. Rachel wasn't. Rachel's buried in Bethlehem. But Leah is buried with Jacob. The woman he hated is the one that's buried next to him. Why? God has a plan. God had a plan. God had a plan for Leah. You know what? God has a plan for us. And she was not rejected by God, not one little bit. That woman was extremely blessed. And I will show you one last verse. If we will go to Ruth 4. Ruth 4. This is Boaz. And he's telling everybody in town that now he is going to take Ruth for his wife. Her husband had died. She was the daughter-in-law to Naomi. She stayed with Naomi. And it says, Moreover, Ruth the Moabitess, the wife of Mahlan, I have purchased to be my wife to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance, that the name of the dead be not cut off from among his brethren. And from the gate of his place, you are witnesses this day. And look what the people said. And all the people that were at the gate. Now he's marrying, getting ready to marry Ruth. He said, And all the elders. These are all Israelites. He said, We are witnesses. The Lord make the woman that is come into thine house like Rachel and like Leah, which the two, the two women, did build the house of Israel. 
did build the house of Israel. God had a plan for Leah. God, uh, Leah wasn't the pretty one, but Leah had Judah. Leah had half the tribes of Israel. Leah had a tender heart, and God had a plan for her life. You know, he's got one for you. You know he's got a beautiful, wonderful plan for you. And he's got a plan. He says, he says it in the New Testament that he will do exceeding above, beyond what you could think or ask. He has a plan that is above and beyond anything you could ask. Far above anything. But you have to follow him. You know, Leah stuck with God the whole way. She had, she was, she, she talks about her talking to God. We got to walk the walk, ladies. We got to walk the walk. We got to walk in that gospel. We got to get, you know, it's interesting. It says that we read that God looks on the heart. And you know what the wonderful thing is? God can change the heart. God can change the heart. When I first saw that about God knows the heart, I wasn't too excited about that because I thought, you know, I don't think my heart's all that wonderful. Well, guess what? God can change the heart. That gospel can change the heart. It, we purify our heart by obeying the gospel. He can fix the heart. He can put us in the plan. If you think that I ever thought that it was even possible I could be where I am today, I don't know what... <laughs> all right he will do exceeding above and beyond but you got to be born again first you got to get Jesus in you you got to get the one from the tribe of Judah in you the one that died for you the one that was buried for you the one that went to hell for you the one that God was satisfied with his work and raised you up with him. You got to get that spirit of that man into your heart. And it is not hard. You just go to him. And you say Jesus. Jesus come into my heart. Lead me. Guide me. Fix me. And I ask this in your name. And you know what he will do when you ask something in his name? He does it. He does it. And you can be born again. Father, I ask you in Jesus' name. I ask you in the name of Jesus. For all those that are listening to. Father, for all those that are listening. For all those that will listen. Father, Moses went to you. He said, Father, let the power of my Lord be great. Father, I ask. Let the power of my Lord be be great and all that hear my voice lift the veil lift the veil father in Jesus name lift the veil that they can see the word of God and they can see Jesus let the power of my Lord be that great and I ask this in Jesus name and because I do, you will. Amen. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. 
You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.